welcome to the Journey to Heal podcast. I'm your host, Crystal Sutherland. I'm a writer, author, and the founder of Journey to Heal Ministries, a ministry dedicated to helping survivors heal from past sexual trauma by leading them to hope in Jesus Christ. As a survivor myself, I know how challenging and lonely the healing journey can be. This podcast is dedicated to providing hope and inspiration for anyone on a journey to heal. Whether you're a survivor or love someone who is, I am delighted you're here. Hello, everyone. I'm so glad to be with you here today on episode 13. So this podcast has been quite an adventure for me. I'm learning something new with every episode, and I really enjoy it, actually. And my hope is that this year um, I will be able to be more consistent than I was last year when we started this. So Anyway, um, I hope you've been enjoying listening. We've uh, reached 750 downloads on the podcast so far, and um, I haven't even paid attention to how many subscribers. I need to take a look at that. But either way, I'm just delighted to be able to come on here today and talk about um, roots, really, roots and being rooted in Christ. Um, So I want to just ask you this. Are you like me and Uh, in that maybe you have um, one of those crazy childhoods, you know, the kind uh, that maybe you shy away from sharing with friends because there are parts of it that are either just hard to explain or that maybe are kind of hurtful or perhaps um, parts of it that you're not very proud of or maybe even parts that are painful to remember. Listen, if you have one of those childhoods, you're not alone because I'm right there with you. And while I have a lot of good and happy and positive memories in my childhood, there's a lot of those parts of or parts of my childhood that are either hurtful or things I'm not very proud of, or maybe even that are painful to remember. Um, so if you're listening today and this is you, then you're listening uh, to the right podcast episode today. So today I'm talking about the healing work of being rooted in Jesus Christ. Um, At Journey to Heal Ministries, we hear a lot of stories, a lot of hard stories, stories from women from varying walks of life, ranging in age from 18 to, goodness, I've talked to women as old as 85, Um, heartbreaking stories involving abuse and dysfunction that took place in their early childhood. And And what I have learned in my own life and certainly in listening to a variety of women through the years um, is that these heartbreaking stories, they plant seeds. Um, These experiences plant seeds of distrust, unworthiness, shame, fear, uh, all of this. Uh, when we go through those kinds of experiences, those seeds get planted in our lives early on and they will bear fruit at some point in different ways. So it's not uncommon for a woman to share those experiences with with myself or others here at Journey to Heal and, and to not just share those experiences, but all the fears and all the feelings that go with them. And even to share things that, you know, were choices or decisions that they made, excuse me, um, based on those experiences, Um, maybe even 
more painful circumstances that they found themselves in or abusive relationships later later in life. I mean, that's just heartbreaking and sad. And maybe you're listening today and you can relate with that in some way. Perhaps your early childhood wasn't all it could be, or maybe maybe something took place in your teen years or as a young adult that planted seeds of shame or distrust or fear. And maybe those seeds have taken root in your life and are bearing some bad fruit right now. And you're listening today thinking, wow, she is reading my mail. Listen, I don't have all the answers at all. Um, but I'm learning some really good things that I want to share with you today. Um, Let me just start off by saying I'm not much of a gardener. Honestly, if you took one look at my front yard, you would agree that I'm not. Um, You would see I just don't have much of a green thumb. But I've learned enough over the years, maybe like you, uh, that tending my yard and my flower garden, my various flower pots, I seem to do better with potted plants than I do with anything that's in the ground. Um, But over the years, I have learned that um, seeds will grow. I mean, that's like an epiphany, right? Seeds will grow. They will take root and they will eventually bear some kind of fruit. Maybe not fruity fruit like an apple or an orange or a lemon or something like that, but definitely a plant, a leaf, a tree, a flower, something. Some seeds literally, and I've discovered this through overseeding my yard that sometimes seeds have are not good they they they're like weeds or some kind of a weed or some kind of a thorn or something or other and literally they grow up to be well what they are weeds or thorny bushes or whatever um and i have some of that in my front yard definitely um lots of weeds. In fact, my husband and I have decided that it's probably better for us not to fertilize our yard with some kind of weed killer combination, because if we do, it's very likely we will not have a yard (laughs) because most of our yard is probably weeds. So we just mow those weeds and we just let them be. And that way we kind of have a green yard, at least during the summer. So perhaps you can relate. Um, but listen, here's the thing about it as, as seeds and weeds and good seeds and bad seeds and good fruit and bad fruit applies to our life. I think there's a time in life where we're faced with circumstances that require us to take stock of those early beginnings, those roots that have been established in our life from good seeds or bad. Because sometimes circumstances come about where we have to. We have to look at that. Um, For me, that time was in my 30s. Um, Memories and emotions from my abusive and dysfunctional childhood started really wreaking havoc in my adult life as a wife and a homeschooling mom. Um, I was a homeschooling mom of three kids and, you know, uh, married to my husband, uh, uh, Wes, for, I think, by this point, probably, um, mm, I don't know, 
probably about 13 years, uh, you know, 12 or 13 years by this point. And the memories and the emotions of what I had been through as a child were really kind of at the forefront of my life at that point. Um, and, and they were making me angry and fearful and very controlling and highly sensitive. Um, I could go on and on. There's a lot of different things that were happening, but all those bad seeds that had taken root were just bearing some really bad fruit. And I had to address it. Um, I had to take a minute really to acknowledge where, where it was all coming from. And that acknowledgement led me into a journey of facing my path, excuse me, my past (laughs) and trusting God to guide me in healing, uh, from, from what I had been through as a child, the abuse and the trauma that I had experienced as a child. So that wasn't an easy thing to do. And maybe perhaps you find yourself in a similar place. Maybe you're Maybe you are right now in that hard place of seeing how maybe your past experiences, whether in your childhood or teen years or young adulthood, those negative past experiences are really wreaking havoc in your life today, maybe through some choices you're making, um, uh, or, or it could just be that you're, you're suffering from, you know, memories of this and, and perhaps some of the effects that trauma, uh, particularly um, sexual trauma and physical abuse can have on a person's emotions and even their, even their just physical health. Um, maybe you're, maybe you're in that place now and you're thinking, I don't even know where to begin to acknowledge this or where to begin to heal. I'd like to introduce you to the one who has healed me to, I want to introduce you to someone who has been a good seed in my life and has helped me to bear good fruit. Uh, And not only that, but to truly heal. Um, You know, I, I'm on this podcast today my heart goes out to men and women who have experienced sexual abuse. My heart absolutely breaks for you because I know what that feels like, what that looks like. And I know how hard the healing journey is. So I say this with all, all humility and all uh, compassion um, that I can muster. The, the starting point for me in healing from what I had been through, in in really looking at where were these seeds of distrust and anger and where, where was all of this coming from? The starting point for me was through my relationship with Jesus Christ. It was literally through that relationship because in that relationship, I was I was attending church and and a part of a church family, and it was my pastor's wife who helped me to realize I needed to face my story. Now, maybe you're not attending church. Maybe you don't know um, uh, anybody who does. Maybe that's just the farthest thing from your mind. Well, I want to introduce you to Jesus Christ. You know, if you don't know him yet, Let me plant a good seed in your life today and share some truth with you from God's word. Um, So wherever you are today, 
whether you're listening at home or whether you're driving, uh, I want to invite you to take a moment right now just to to look up John 3.16 and Romans 5.8 with me. Now, if you're driving, please find a safe place on the side of the road and just park for a minute. Um, You'll be glad you did. And if you don't have time to do that, then just take a listen to what I'm going to share with you. But if you can, and if you're somewhere where you can open up your phone and you can look up John 3.16 and Romans 5.8, then I encourage you to do that. John 3.16 says this, For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, that whoever believes in him will not perish but have everlasting life. For God so loved the world, you guys. That's everybody. That just is everybody. Um, I think that's pretty self-explanatory. He so loved the world that he gave. He didn't ask anything from us. He just gave us what we needed. God so loved the world that he gave his only son. Listen, I have a son. He's a beautiful, beautiful, wonderful, strong, confident, funny, um, adorable young man. And he attends Liberty University. He's studying theology and music and apologetics. And I can tell you right now, I could not sacrifice him, not even for my best friend. I, I, I couldn't, much less for people that I don't know. But see, God He so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever, and there's that word again, whoever, you know, that's everybody, just like the world. That is everybody. He gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him, that's it, just believes, whoever believes in him. Don't have to do anything other than just believe. Don't have to be perfect. Don't have to have your act together. You don't have to be without sin. You don't have to anything. Just believe that whoever believes in him will not perish. That means die. And I'm going to come back to that in a second to explain that even further. But whoever believes in him will not perish, but have everlasting life. That word perish in John 3.16 means to die. It's a spiritual death, and it means separation from God. That would be, let me just tell you, if you're listening today and you don't know Christ as your Savior, that maybe you're mad at God, or maybe you just don't believe in him. Hey, you know what? I'm not here to convince you. But what I will say is this, imagine for a moment a world without sunshine. Imagine for a moment a world without a warm breeze on your skin or flowers that bloom in the spring. Imagine for a moment a world without birds chirping or kittens or people who smile for no reason they're just happy 
Or imagine a world, okay, well, hold on for a second. Imagine a world without coffee. Hello, can somebody just please for a minute, imagine a world without coffee. I cannot. All of these are good things. These are all good things. And all good things come from God. And they come from him because he is loving and he is good. So can you imagine a world apart from God? It would really be a dark place. And maybe you're listening today and you know what dark places look like. Maybe you suffer with depression. Maybe you suffer with anxiety. Maybe you've experienced tremendous grief and loss and you have a sense of despair and hopelessness. If that's you, then you know what darkness looks like. I want to tell you, God loves you. He loves you. And a world without him would be a very, very horrible, hard world to live in. So God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him will not die a spiritual death, will not be separated from him. But they'll have eternal life, everlasting life. Listen, that eternal life, that everlasting life, that also means abundant, rich. And I'm not talking about financial wealth. I'm just talking about peace and contentedness and joy even in the midst of hard circumstances. Of course, it's referring to heaven and it's referring to to eternal life, but it's also life now, today. We get to live an abundant life in Christ when we choose Him. So listen, we don't have to have our act together for God to love us in this way. In fact, Romans 5.8 says that while we are still sinners, while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. God made this decision for us. He gave us this gift before we ever knew him. Before we, all of us today, were ever born. God gave us his son, Jesus Christ. And we have this wonderful opportunity to know God through his son, Jesus. And to experience God's grace and his love through his son, Jesus. Jesus Christ. Listen, friend, I just got to tell you this. Jesus changes everything. I'm living proof of this. As a survivor of sexual abuse who is no longer surviving. Listen, I'm far beyond that today. Surviving isn't even in my language anymore. I am thriving in my relationship with Christ. And I want to see everyone listening today who might have experienced the same, you know, childhood of sexual abuse or physical abuse or emotional abuse. I want to tell you there is life beyond that in Christ. There is richness and goodness and joy far beyond that through a relationship with Jesus Christ. And I'm not minimizing what you've been through. Listen, I know this this journey of healing is hard and it's long. And you need help and you need support and trauma-informed care. You might need counseling for a while. You might need therapies of different kinds. I don't know. Each of our journeys are different. But I know if, if you want lasting healing, healing that goes far beyond surviving or coping, you will need Jesus. 
because he changes everything. I'm living proof of this. And you know what? Let me tell you something. Jesus doesn't stand on ceremony. You can choose to believe in him wherever you are in this very moment. If you fill a pull right now in your heart to do that, will you take a moment and pray this prayer with me? Dear God, I admit I'm a sinner in need of your grace. I am truly sorry for the things I've done and the choices I've made in my life that have gone against who you are and your perfect ways. Please forgive me. I need a new beginning, Lord, and a clean slate. I believe in your Son, Jesus Christ. I believe he died on the cross for my sins and that you raised him back to life again. And I put my trust in you, God, and your son, Jesus, and your love for me. Amen. Friend, if you sincerely prayed that prayer with me, know this. You are saved. You have been saved by grace today. You've been made right with God and you are now his child, adopted and redeemed. This is, I got to tell you, this is very exciting. And if you have made that decision, would you please share that with me? You can literally um, find me in the show notes or you can share it at Crystal at journeytohealministries.org. That's C-R-Y-S-T-A-L at journeytohealministries.org. I would absolutely love to celebrate with you. So let me be the first to welcome you into the family of God. Your next step from here is to seek out your new family by finding a local church that you can connect with and attend. One where you can talk with the pastor about taking next steps in this new relationship you have with Jesus Christ. Um, In the show notes today, I've provided some next steps and some resources to help you in that and certainly to help you in your journey of faith and healing. Listen, abuse and dysfunction, friends, it may be how your story began or perhaps how how the story of one of your your family members or close friends uh, started. But listen, it doesn't have to be the legacy you leave behind. You and I have been given a faulty foundation from our parents, our caregivers. This, if, if you've been through any form of abuse in your childhood um, or any kind of neglect or abandonment of any kind uh, by family members, then, then yes, I mean, that's the reality is, is, is we've been kind of given a faulty foundation from those caregivers, but we can build a new life on the firm foundation we have in Jesus Christ. We can water the good seeds that were planted from our early development on to to today and on through. We can build a new life on the firm foundation of our Lord Jesus Christ. And we can do that by fully engaging in and embracing what God has already given us in his word and in his love for us through his son. 
Jeremiah 17, 7 through 8 says this, But blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in Him. They will be like a tree planted by the water that sends out its roots by the stream. It does not fear when heat comes. It leave, its leaves are always green. It has no worries in a year of drought and um, never fails to bear fruit. No matter what seeds have taken root in our lives today, when we're rooted and established in Jesus Christ, we will grow to trust Him and be confident in who we are in Him. We will heal and grow strong and bear good fruit, no matter how crazy our childhood roots might be. Listen, friend, thank you for listening today. I hope that this episode has encouraged and inspired you. Whether you're healing from sexual abuse or love someone who is, I encourage you to reach out on our website at journeytohealministries.org where you will find additional resources and support um, and just various things to help you in your journey of faith and healing. Until next time, remember this, you are not alone, you are deeply loved, and in Christ there is hope for healing from hard things. Thank you for listening. Bye for now.